Welcome to the Seeking Purpose podcast. I'm Jasmine, career consultant, influencer, inclusive leader, mentor, connector, advocate, author, and entrepreneur. Most importantly, I'm a Black woman navigating the journey of seeking purpose, hoping to positively impact others along the way. I started this podcast to bring the aha moments and inspirational takeaways from my book, Jasmine's Guide to Life, Seeking Purpose. By facilitating meaningful conversations and listening to diverse perspectives, I hope to continue that growth. In this episode, we are covering the Runway to 30 August Lessons. If you follow Jasmine's Guide to Life on Instagram or YouTube, then you know that I'm on what I call the Runway to 30. In July, I turned 29 and I decided to take this year by storm and close out my 20s with authentic grace, confident peace, intentional obedience, purposeful balance, and alignment with God's will. So here we are one month into the runway to 30 and let me tell you, the results have been enlightening. I was inspired to document intentionally closing out a decade while gracefully embracing the next because so many people are either A, afraid or worried to turn 30, and B, tell you your life is just getting started. No matter where people landed on that spectrum, though, one thing I noticed is that there were limited details. So here I am on the quest of unpacking all the revelations on my personal journey to 30. Each month, I'll be highlighting some of the keys and the gems that I pick up along the way. And it wouldn't be me if I didn't write to keep track of them or document them in some way. So here we are. Let's get to unpacking the August lessons. For me, August is a month to not only close out the summer, but it's also the start of the school year for those of us who work in education. Plus, we've got to start prepping for the change of season. And it's funny how each change of season kind of brings out a need for preparation and transition. And maybe I'll write about that in the future. But anyway, here are my four key things that stood out to me from August. Number one, life is too short not to live it. I started to think about this um, actually when a childhood friend unexpectedly passed last year after we had literally just hung out and no sickness or unsavory behavior, like literally just a freak accident that no one could have predicted. Then as life tends to have it, one of the first things that I picked up on this runway to 30 is life is too short not to live it. With growth and age comes responsibility. So we got to take advantage of the time that we have in this current season. And I had the opportunity to take a road trip with my bestie to reunite with our friends from college. And it was everything. We went out on the town, um, attended our roommate's wedding, hit up a winery, um, and even got to sleep in. And if you know the lives that we live, literally, it is such a luxury for us to be able to sleep in. And it's so easy for us to get stuck on the hamster wheel of life that we forget that we're here to actually live. So catching up with no distractions, talking about life and goals, sharing laughs and dancing like no one's watching, that's joy. It's the moments that you not only remember, but the moments that get you through the tough times. Now, my recipe for living may not be yours. I live for a good experience and a great conversation. For you, it may be being one with nature or discovering a new hobby. Whatever it is that gets that sparkle in your eye, the warm feeling in your chest, and the hair on the arm, 
to raise, do it. Find what makes you happy and live it out because life's too short not to live it. Number two, routines matter. You might not be able to control how your day spans out, but you can control how you start and end it. For me, so much of my day can bring about uncertainty. Um, It's not unlikely for me to have tough and emotional conversations throughout the day. And heavy conversations plus other life roles and responsibilities make it easy to get lost in the sauce of life. And as a result, my little way of maintaining some sort of balance is sticking to a routine. Now, hear me clearly. Routine does not and should not rob you of spontaneity. So it does create, however, a landing for consistency and centering. For example, I start my day with positivity. That's a non-negotiable for me. Before I touch a screen or give anybody else my day, I read or listen to something positive so that I can ensure I'm beginning my day with intention and good energy. I'm a devotional girly, so that's typically my first order of business, but sometimes I switch it up to listen to a podcast, song, sermon, etc. Um, but I also close out my day with good energy too. Whether it's watching something to brighten my day, get me to laugh, or I'm reading my current book of choice, I have to disconnect to wind out. Also, self-care routines matter too. Therapy, nails, yoga Sundays, even the chiropractor are all a part of the system that works for me. However, whatever works for you, do it and stick to it. Number three, there's nothing like quality time with your people. It's amazing what a good laugh and real talk can do for your spirit. So many things are revealed through community. It exposes us to all the things that we can't see and the things that we didn't realize we needed at the time. There's something so cleansing about a laugh that induces a stomach ache, cheek pain, and tears. Talk about soul surgery. And it may sound painful, but it does lighten up any load and brings about peace, resetting you to conquer what's next. Building community, though, isn't always easy, and it's definitely a blessing to have good and genuine people on your team. You got to leave room and make sure that you prioritize time for connection. I mean, think back to my road trip I talked about earlier. The intentional effort to spend time, catch up, and build, it wasn't just a fun time out, but it was a space for brainstorming, encouragement, support, and even a little tough love, too. All of that to help recharge and recalibrate. So last but not least, here's lesson number four. Ask the questions. The wisdom that comes from the vulnerability to ask what you want to know is invaluable. Nine times out of 10, it's the missing puzzle piece you've been waiting